Before we started the episode, I wanted to congratulate my mom. She started her own private practice. I'm so thankful for this new opportunity and all the support that I've been given by family and friends and want to welcome anyone in the Columbus area who is looking for some healing and growth in their journey. Uh, You can go to my website is jhrcounseling.com and I would love to connect with you. Yeah, and you know it's good stuff. Um, the artwork was done by Emma Richards and Alexander Wells, and I helped with the website. So it looks great. So if you're in the Columbus area, definitely check out our website. Um, reach out. If, even if you reach out to the Community Roots Pod email, then we'll contact you then too. Now on with the episode. everyone, welcome to Community Roots, a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Julie Richards. I'm Lisa Gilchrist. And we are off the beaten path today with Barbara Boucher. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you. We're glad that you're here. It's a pleasure to be here. I was interested when we were talking before we started on air about your story a little bit of when mental health became important to you and how you kind of set the groundwork for a healing journey. It started in my late teens. I was 19 or so, and I remember that I had pushed my last friend away from me by my bad behavior, and I realized there was something wrong with me. And so I went to a group therapy, which is what I could afford at the time, and I found out that I was not the only one that felt self-loathing or Mm -hmm. things like that. And that started my journey. I attended that for a year or so, and then kind of went out in the world. When periodically throughout my time, I have stopped and started therapy because I need a guide on my journey of Barbara. I have, there's transitions Mm -hmm. that, that nobody talks about that are challenging. And I have a real curiosity of being the of what that is that's happening to me. And I think, my mother asked me one time, well, do you think I should go to counseling? And I quickly decided to say, I think everybody could benefit from counseling. Absolutely, that's right. So Hmm. it it got me from, at that point, not ending my life because I had some very dark times then. Mm. I was sleeping a lot. I could look back and see that I was undiagnosed depressive. But I, I got back up on my feet. I had a good group of friend that I got, friends that I got back into, and the group situation really worked for me well at the time. That's great. I love that you were able to find connection and community and a way to be heard and seen. Yes. I, I think I burst into tears the first time somebody said a thought that I had had in my head. I thought I was the only one mm-hmm. that thought these mm-hmm. negative thoughts. I also really appreciate the curiosity that you get to maintain. I know we've talked about that a lot and just how that helps um, form us and give us maybe a platform to keep going when it's hard. It is because once you figure out what your answers to everything is, uh, then you stop. 
Mm. And I have a conversation with a girlfriend who knows everything that she likes to eat. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what yet. I haven't tried all the, everything yet, so I don't know what I don't or don't like yet. I know what I like, but I don't. I, but I haven't finished that journey. Sure. If that makes sense. It does. Absolutely. I love the idea of a lifelong journey of yes. learning and healing and growing and just how you described it of people who help in the transitions to get to know Barbara. Yes. Mm. That just sounds so beautiful to me. Well, thank you. Yeah. Mm. So it sounds like your counselors then have also been a part of your journey and being able to walk with you and encourage you. Very much so. Um, the second one after... The, I had a failed marriage uh, that lasted just, just a couple of years, and then I had a second marriage, and he had good insurance, so I went to a psychiatrist for two years every week. And even on the good days that I had the appointments, I learned things. Now, I can think back at Dr. Moffat in a, another state, and I can thank him for having me really like myself. I, I mean, from group therapy, I, I knew I wasn't alone and I was okay, mm -hmm. but I still felt that there were some things that were wrong with me. So Dr. Moffat had me realize that I'm okay. I'm, 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 ju I'm just okay. I mean, and that was the big high bar for me was to be okay. Sure. And the one thing I remember him telling me, because mostly he would ask questions, was that he said, you know, Barbara, you have a right to ask for anything you want, but you don't have to do it in that whiny voice. I mm -hmm. had no idea I had wow. been talking in a whiny voice. And so you have your illusion of who you are, and then you have the reality. Mm. And I did not know that my reality was that I was asking for things as simple as a glass of water. Could you give me a glass of water, please? <laughs> Instead mm. of, hey, if you're going into the kitchen, can I have a glass of water too? A huge difference. Huge difference. That was one of the gems that has stayed with me wow. that says, maybe I'm, my illusion of myself is not really accurate to what people are seeing. It's good to have a safe person that can give you some feedback that can give you some direction and clarity that you didn't have on your own? Well, from Dr. Moffat, I, I got, I, he, he got me, he maneuvered me to the place where I could answer the own, my own questions and the questions that he had asked me. And that marriage failed, but I, I left it in a very clean, proper way, not needing to be in another relationship. Hmm. And that's what I gained from seeing him. He was the safe place for me to talk about it because I didn't have anybody around me at that time. One of the things during the time that that came up and one of the challenges of, for me was that when I was growing in, in this therapy that I came to the conclusion that there were some people I was going to have to leave behind on my journey because they wanted to do things that were not good for me. The, we have, we, our connection was on um, perhaps smoking and drinking. Mm. And I did not want to do that like I had in the past. I didn't feel the need to hurt myself in that way. So, you know, my life went on. I, I was very, I had very happy until I met, I've decided I could be on my own for the rest of my life, I had a house. I was a single woman working, supporting myself. And then I met my husband of 28 years wow. <laughs> and had a daughter. Hmm. And throughout those times, motherhood's a huge, huge transition. 
and everything that I had worked on in the past with counselors and therapists about my mother just came rushing to the surface. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I went, how can, I'm looking at my beautiful daughter in my arms and going, how can you, how could you have done this to a child, you know? Mm -hmm. um, when you, sh when I shine the spotlight of attention onto those, those traumas in my life, and I, there's, everybody has them, and when I, pay attention to them I can get choked up I can my heart hurts and I miss my sister she was my good friend also right. and then but when you look back at the regular stuff of life it just you go on you you can actually analytically look back and say this is what I got out of that tragedy this mm -hmm. is what I learned my gosh that was a heavy price to pay for that lesson but at least I have the lessons now that I have that are with me forever. I have worked really hard, and it is hard work, but it's the most rewarding. And I'll say that when we get on it's, here, too, because... It is rewarding. It's life-saving. It is life-saving. Literally for me. Literally for me as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was cutting before I knew what cutting was. Mm. I, and I went, oh, <laughs> I did that. And I, I didn't think anything of it. I was just, my parents were arguing, I was sitting there doing this, you know, mm -hmm. so, yeah. Trying to find ways to cope and... Well, now I'm trying to find ways to be a good daughter to my aging parents, and I'm, mm -hmm. uh, it's easy to be there because they did the best they could, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't, I worked out all that. Mm -hmm. um, wrote lots of letters that I never sent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you ever do your non-dominant hand? No. That's yeah, cool. that's a good exercise cool to do because it takes your brain back to more primitive thinking, like what you were, the stage you were at in your learning, whenever you were learning how to write, and it just, it accesses a part of your brain that is very young and yeah. very, it's really powerful. It's okay. very powerful. I don't so want to go there anymore. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, well, you can, it might be really resolved though. You might find out how resolved yeah. it is because you can write it could. from your dominant hand the question on anything that you want to process and then have your non-dominant hand reply mm -hmm. and give a conversation back and forth. That would be very interesting. Mm -hmm. You might have a lot that's resolved that you're really thinking. I think a lot for. of it has. The, my first trauma was when I was five and my parents stopped on the freeway let me out and then drove away and I, that's when I had my daughter I went oh my god how did how do you do that to this little child well my parents were young they had to get married you know so I knew not to do that to my daughter I was a good mom I, mm -hmm. I am a good mom you mm -hmm. know to be able to say that is pretty if you knew me is a pretty big thing it's powerful to be able to say that you learned what you needed and didn't have, and you were able to then provide it as a mom for your daughter. Is well, I even go so far into saying, what if she, my mother was the perfect mother, the one that was the, led by example, and but that wasn't my learning style. You know, I think oh. maybe the whole world stuff maybe was I got the mom that I needed because mm. that's the way I needed to learn it, mm. and I learned it. Thank goodness I am one of the people that thinks I can change my life. I have coworkers mm -hmm. and friends who have feel powerless to change their lives. And I, they're the only ones that can. Mm, right. they, now they can get guides along the way like I have. <laughs> so I, I just think that going to counseling is 
you're going to school. You're the subject. You're the only student, and you've got one teacher that dotes on you. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's I think really sweet. It is really, yeah. it's really nice to to hook up with the white one when you speak the same language and everything. Yeah, so I'm I'm very happy with the people I have had in my life to help me on this journey. I'm just so grateful. Yeah, very grateful. It's a very certain surrender to let go of what we've holding on to and those questions that kind of baffle our minds. Oh, they're the known. That Boy. transference of like, I can't, how am I? How? I know. It's, yes. But then it goes to, I can and I am. Well, I thought other and people love, had a gene that. that I didn't have. That they could change, mm. but I was stuck here because I didn't get that gene, you know? Mm. And then it was, my sister and her boyfriend at the time in Eugene, Oregon said, well, you can do the same thing. I said, no, I can't. <laughs> well, yes, you can. We're all pretty much the same. I, I'm curious about that process of, because we're, we're in a new year and it's a new transition that we're all making. And so somehow your life went from a lot of painful trauma, being left on the highway at five years old and yes. being abandoned that yes. had to have made a tremendous impact and then at 19 you're in group therapy and wondering is there anyone that has ever thought or felt the way that I do and somewhere in there were the dark moments of I don't know if I can keep going I just like to go to sleep and not wake up yeah right. And people who just feel so much pain, they just need the pain to stop. And we've even had an episode on Off the Beaten Path on suicide and to help raise awareness. Um, but somehow then that has grown and healed to the point of really being able to open up and be vulnerable and rely on other people to walk with you and became really part of your story of mental health. Mental health has been the focus of, of my life because I want to know about me. I'm very curious. I can't look at you and say, tell me what you're all about, because I'll never know, because I'm not you. But I do, know me, I do know parts about me, and to get to know me better is kind of exciting. I, not always, you don't always get the good stuff. I mean, I had a, a, a coworker that handled these two mid-teenagers the other day really delightfully, and they had irritated me earlier. And I went over her to the next day, I said, I want to tell you, by example, you make me want to do that better. Mm -hmm. I told her about it, and I just said, I'm irritated with the way I, <laughs> I said, I'm irritated. And then I went, excuse me, let me back up. I was aware that there was a better way I could do that. <laughs> Isn't communication? That's a good reframe. <laughs> yes. Communication is it. How to talk. Mm -hmm. Having the, the luxury, mm -hmm. I think, of going at that young age taught me some of the language that taught me that, that I could have. There was help out there. I think I'm very fortunate. If you would have asked my mother at age 55 what she wanted to do with her life, she would be confused by this question. Sure. And, you know, and so having at a young age gone to counseling, I knew that, oh, yeah, what do I want to be? I don't know. Let's, let's see what fills the void, you know, or well, I'm going to try this. So the question didn't confuse me. Mm -hmm. You were ready to explore, and you yes. had that, that natural hunger and thirst and curiosity to say let me go discover that yes yeah, like why do I do that <laughs> you know um 
there's just simple things. My my husband now, I would be called out when I worked for a, a power company back in Washington State. He would, I would go out and work late, and then I'd come home and the porch light wasn't on. And I would just get irritated with him. Why wasn't the porch light on for me? You know, and he go, I, I forgot. <laughs> Honest mm-hmm. answer. Well, I sat with that for a while and realized that the reason that bothered me is because my mother always said, go and turn the outside light on for your dad mm. and when he would be out night. Mm. And that was love. Wow. And I sat down with my husband and said, this is what's happening. I apologize. And the next time when the light's not on, I won't be upset. Mm. It won't mean love, not love. Now, is that... Yeah, that makes sense sense that you're trying to find the meaning that it had for you before. And what is this reminding me of? Yes. That at that time it meant something to your mom to leave on the light for your dad. There were very few good things like that I got out of my childhood. Although working on them has let me see some of the better things that happened in my childhood. Once I took care of all of the trash, Mm -hmm. I could see the jewels. And that my parents did give me some jewels. So, and that's nice to feel that now at this point in my life. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of resolution that you were able to get that transformation. I love the word transformation because it doesn't mean that you're replacing yourself. When I was going to therapy with my daughter, who is 25 now, she was very resistant at first because she thought she liked herself the way she was. She grew up with me as a mom, and she liked who she was. But her life was not working out for her, and she needed to learn some strategies on how to make it work for her. And she did said she doesn't want to change, and that's where I say, you did, it doesn't change you. It makes you the best version of yourself. Mm. You, you are still the essence, the soul of who you are is still there. It's just a healthier, happier one. And wow. that worked out pretty mm. well. That's beautiful. Yeah. Just speaking of all the imagery, it just feels like it sparkles so much brighter, you know, the jewels and finding that and just loving the way that you found with help and on your own ways to sit with things and share those with the people that you loved. I mean, that takes a lot of guts to say, this is what's coming up for me. This is what is showing me. And this is how I would like it to be different. I could not have done it on my own. I could not have done it on my own. I'm not that bright. And I just, I needed some people to be my guide, to to guide me along that trail because. I think we all need that. Yeah. I think that people who are unhappy with their lives, who don't seek help, I feel a little bit bad for them. I don't want to go into that judging part, but but I feel a little bit sorry for them because it's just can be so much better Mm. it can be so much better and how do you tell somebody like that that you aren't real close to I can tell my best friends you know I think you'd really benefit from this it's just such a thing you'll work hard and you won't like it sometimes and you'll leave thinking you know I left my heart bleeding and thumping on the ground over there Mm. so worth it it's just so worth it Mm. I like who I am Mm. I you I could not have answered that that way 40 years ago. Right. If you said, if you know the practice where they say, write down what it is that you like about yourself. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I, I said my eyes. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I, there was nothing else about me that was redeemable. 
um, at that time. One of the things you're describing too is the relationship you've had with yourself. And I like thinking in terms of that lifelong journey that the one person that's going to be with us for the rest of our life is us. And that can sound intimidating and scary and alone, or it can also be just a transformation of, like you had mentioned before, I didn't know how to like myself or to take care of myself or to know that other people thought the way I did. So I felt isolated. And then now here you are as you have grown and developed and you're on this journey and you haven't arrived yet. You're still growing. You're still learning. You're still in process. Now you're able to say, I like who I am. I like who I'm discovering. And that's healing your relationship with you. I still ask myself the big question. So still sometimes, but like, what was, what is my purpose? I regret that I didn't have a purpose in life, that I was not this big grand gesture. And Mm -hmm. then I read somewhere that my purpose is to say hello to that lonely person over there. It's the little kindnesses. Oh, that color looks great on you to one of my customers who comes in and probably doesn't talk to many people. It's all really honest. And it's taking the extra effort to put it out there. Mm -hmm. And that's perhaps been maybe why we all need to just relax and say okay I'm not didn't write the epic that you know I'm not famous I'm not best looking one in the room yeah I'm I'm ordinary but you're showing up in the world and you're being your best Barbara and that's bringing all of you to the moment yes and as we all know it's not a hundred percent of the time that I feel like this Mm -hmm. and I have faith that it comes back yeah, yeah, I can come back to this. I never did before trust myself. I felt like I was at the top of the cliff with my hands tied behind my back and I, the wind was blowing me over. Mm. And what has become now the second part of that, my sister, older sister supplied for me is that, oh, so you pray you grow wings. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, yeah, I, I can take <laughs> wow. care of myself no matter what comes up. Wow. Mm. That's cool. That's amazing but I love that because we talk so much about connection and to be able to connect with the world and show up with other people in the world we have to first hold that connection to ourselves and trusting in yourself before you give even yourself access to other people oh that's correct uh, in, in every way you ha- if if you don't have it how can you give it mm-hmm I mean, you have nothing to give. You have nothing to give. It's mm-hmm. like putting that oxygen mask on in the plane first and then your child. If you don't put it on yourself first, if you don't take care of yourself yeah. first, you're not taking care of anything. Well, I can't say anything. Mm, pretty but much. Pretty much, you know, it's not going, you don't have it to give. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the, Brene Brown says, what does all these charitable people have in common? The most charitable, the most giving, the most, loving people what what they have in common is boundaries mm-hmm. and and you have to and now we're now we're switching to boundary talk but boundaries are really important and um the hardest ones are within your own family who you love yes. dearly the ones that we love the most can hurt us the most and putting some nice boundaries i like to I liked when I learned about boundaries. <laughs> it's important lessons. Very. The, I, I'm always amazed at how many contexts all come back to oh, boundary yeah. work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we, yes. So much. It should be taught in school. Yeah. You know? And we do have an episode, believe it or not, on community roots of talking about boundaries. So make sure you yeah. check that out. I will. I think We have I will. quite a lot of resource that we're 
excited to be able to offer. That's nice. I think that's really nice that you can go to a place and feel safe yeah. and talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah. I mean... And just feel respected and honored. I mean, every one of these that, you know, I've been a part of has just been so much about that honor and respect and just almost moments and like naturally just being in awe and saying, I might say words, but I, internally I feel speechless. Oh, well, you know, isn't that the truth? You know, somebody will come up and say something and, and you're instantly back to middle school and then you go, wait a minute, wait, wait, I'm not that old age anymore. <laughs> so let's go ahead and take another look at it. Yeah, it's that fast. Yeah. I would be curious to hear what uh, words of wisdom or encouragement you have to our listening community as it relates to their healing journey. As we look into a new year and new opportunities and making these changes and transitions into transforming to their best self, what would you say to them? Well, if, if you could afford it, <laughs> go to see, seek help. It is the best thing I've ever done in my life, and I've given birth to an incredible child, which I would not have given birth to if I hadn't gone and sought help. So seek help if you can. Otherwise, I work at a library. There are tons of books. Find the one that speaks to you. And it might be that you read the whole book and get one gem out of mm. it, and that's helpful. Talk to a friend. Don't feel like you're the only one that is feeling the way you are you have men I have learned out that we all pretty much are basically the same t person and then we have our special things so s talk to somebody talk there's a to lot somebody. of common ground in humanity yes that we can yes. we can really learn to open up and be vulnerable and empathize with others and think they may have experienced that uniquely or different but I can still hear them and mm. relate on some level I still, I still meet people who don't understand that hurt people hurt people mm -hmm. and that the, the amount of bad behavior you're displaying is in direct relationship to the amount of pain you have in your life. Mm -hmm. So I can have a customer bad, I don't like that word, but it's the only one that I can think of for right now, is that they come in and are unpleasant. I don't take that on. They don't know me. I take it that they're having a rough time, mm. and I get to say to them, how can I help you? I want you to remember that nothing bad happens at the library. Oh. <laughs> you mm. know? And Just so gentle. Well, it's. I think some people, if I hadn't gone through my journey of having my guides, my therapists, I can't be this kind. I, I would still be angry and, and self-loathing and... I just really like who I've become because of the help I've gotten along the way. I am not perfect. I just, I have challenges. Sometimes I feel 13 again and go, wait, how old are you? <laughs> and I've been there. But there's help out there. And I think that, that would be the most important thing is to have, get somebody to, to talk to. Mm. Hmm. And thinking, too, about what you said about wanting to make an influence in the world and what a difference we make by kindness. Yes. I just think the world responds so much to people being kind. I know that I'm personally very touched anytime there's the smallest gesture yes. that is just warm or kind. And I just think, oh, 
Yeah, and then we forget that we have the power to send that out into the world too. Right. And so many times with my women co-workers who are wonderful people, when I send them a compliment, they go, oh, this, oh, so I said, oh, thank you. Thank you is the right <laughs> You have response. to teach people, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So and we, we, have a, we joke about it because I sometimes am not the best one at saying, well, thank you. <laughs> we, right. just, we just need to let it in. Yeah. So that's where I am in my life, and it's, it's good. It's Breathing very good. Breathing that in and then breathing it out, it's like... Breathe in love and breathe out love. I mine, mine is breathe in faith, breathe out fear. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. faith is I'm not a, I'm not aligned with a religion, but I have faith, mm-hmm. and I know there's a God. So that's mm-hmm. that's mine. So I just love the emphasis of like being able to breathe in something that's needed and really letting go and like all just blowing that out and saying this is what's happening every time. This physical part of it. I get to breathe this mm-hmm. in, which strengthens me, and I get to let go of that, which would weaken, yep. weaken me. Yep. I, I, I just really like that. I do, too. Thanks. Well, one of the ways that we like to end our show is with some gratitude, and we just kind of keep our focus on positive things that help. We've talked before about the brain science of that, that that actually changes the hormones and neurotransmitters in our bodies so that we can experience life Mm. more fully Mm -hmm. so who wants to start off that i'll start um it's always hard because there's so much to be thankful for but i'm really i'm really thankful and grateful that you were willing to say yes uh to come on i just it did my heart something something really profound well, thank um, you. So, yeah, I'm ex- I get excited to hear stories. I'm a counselor myself, and so there's something just raw and beautiful about showing up, and I'm just really grateful that you did today. Thank you, because I'm very grateful for the opportunity, for the invitation, and that I blindly said yes to not knowing what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was excited in the right amount of ways. <laughs> yeah. So I was I'm really grateful for that. I'm grateful that you guys have this podcast that I'm going to be now picking up and listening to. Mm. So thank you. Absolutely. And I echo Lisa's words of gratitude for you being here and just being able to hear your story of how much mental health has meant to you is a great encouragement to us in this field to keep going and to keep um, reaching out to people and and that we can do that in our humanity and community for each other of just being kind and being caring of others is just a beautiful message to start into our new year. So thank you for being here. Well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. So if you would like to stay more involved with our community, we have a Facebook page and an Instagram that we would love for you to check out. We like to keep articles and quotes and things that would be an encouragement to others. It's a great thing that you can share with family and friends. Um, Do take some time, if you would, to go on and rate and review us on iTunes so that we can um, get this word out to more people who are hurting. This is a free opportunity for them to be encouraged. And I know even personally, even though I'm on the recording side of it, um, I still listen to all these episodes and I'm driving to work and listening to it. And I feel encouraged just to keep hearing the messages of the importance of Um, healing and growth and we are just excited for you all to be a part of that journey with us so we're going to wrap things up for today and we will see you next week back with community roots